Thank you for joining us. We're very grateful here to participate with uh, Cruciform Ministries. Oh, in a uh, uh, in their conference, a purchase victory. Hey, a conference on the bright hope of post millennialism. But I'm redundant. I nailed that. <laughs> post mill. Yeah, there you go. And and so I remember when this year first started, 2020. And, and things. See, yep, 2020. Things started getting crazy, and uh, my wife particularly. Uh, got some texts from some of her friends who she's been having the post mill talk with. Oh, kind of post mill talk. Post mill talk. Yep. <laughs> that everything's getting better. Everything's yeah. yeah. That everything's getting Jesus better. Jesus is winning. And her friends are like, "Are you still post mill? Oh yeah. Are are you still look uh, look at all too. the things going around really? here in twenty twenty? Oh, man. Uh, uh, My mama you know, asked me. Really? Are you still post mill? Like, so uh, we still winning. <laughs> Is, is this what winning look like, son? Yeah. I just want to know. Yeah. And what would you say? I was like, of course. I said, this is what winning looks This is what's amazing is people forgot this is exactly what winning looks like. And I can't believe that we have to have this kind of conversation with Christians who believe in a man who raised from the dead. Exactly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I think it's because we're not reading our Bibles. And, 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 you know, it'd be different if you got the Gideon's Bible. Okay, I get it. You know, there's no Old Testament. But Jesus is also in the New Testament. He died. He died in the New Testament, yeah. people. And he rose from and the dead. And he rose That's from right. the dead. So we should all, we should know what yeah. victory looks like just from the simple gospel message itself. And, and this, I mean, to be fair, this has been a, a crazy year. Oh, it's been I crazy. I mean, we've had four years of, of intergovernmental battles. I mean, yeah. Trump, Trump got... Uh, impeached back in January, and then we have the coronavirus that started. Then we have uh, the lockdowns. The lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Churches <laughs> aren't going back to church. We got George Floyd, and we got the Black BLM, yep. Antifa, you go to war, riots. You could go to war. I yeah. mean, I'm for real. I mean, God, God brought all this right yeah. in one year to us. <laughs> Yeah. Normally, he maybe gives us a one or two things a year that we need to process. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's having fun. When we had Nate Wilson on the show, he said, you know what? But this is we're about to eat some of our gumbo that we've been brewing for a long time. That, that's exactly so, right. So, yeah, we could have smelled that in the kitchen. <laughs> and so, <laughs> some of our gumbo. <laughs> Did Nate say eat gumbo? Yeah. No, okay. No, like I, don't think hey, yeah, listen, I, don't think. I heard gumbo. <laughs> yeah. He might have said we eat some of our own cooking. Hey, hey, I heard, you're like, you heard gumbo. gumbo. I heard, but because gumbo, you just throw a whole bunch of yeah, stuff in, all, there, it's it's just, in there. And it's a goulash yeah. almost. It's just yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, Paul was, you know, he was post-mill before there was post-mill. Yeah. That's right. Yep. I mean, yep. you know, Jesus, of course, is the original post-mill. Yep. You know what I mean? Because he, he got all authority in heaven on earth. Well, I would, I would already maybe argue that Abraham was the original OG. No, Adam. OG. Never Adam. mind. Adam. <laughs> God. Well, Jesus. I'm going to tell you Bible. Adam Abraham. definitely became yeah. post-mill after he didn't die. Yeah. Right. Right. No. <laughs> he was like, yeah. I mean, he, No, he right. named his Clothing? wife. He, he, and he named his wife Eve. That's that, right. that was his post-mill profession of faith. That's right. Mother of all the living. That's yeah. right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. We're going to win. Um, but I was thinking, um, particularly about Paul in uh, in jail. Yeah. You know, like you know, like 2020 is kind of ruckus. Yeah. Gabe knows about that. Um and okay, oh, yeah, Gabe, you know about being in jail. <laughs> I, went for, I went for 2 hours. Did you become more the Paul? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, this I, what Paul I am like. no Paul. <laughs> did you become more post-mill in prison? Yeah, I, I did. I yeah. had a great time singing songs. No, but I was thinking of Philippians in particular where um, Paul's writing this letter from jail right. to Philippi. Right. And and the guy is not discouraged at all, one bit, not one. I mean, bit. he opens he opens this letter to the Philippians, and I mean, he's just you know, it's it's your normal grace and peace. I'm thank I thank God and yeah. ever remembrance. And then there's this one line at the very beginning, um, being confident of this yeah. very thing, Verse that, six, yeah. which That's he right. has began a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Mm. And Paul's in prison. Began a good work. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I so, feel God right there. And he's mm. and he's thinking about the Philippians. First of all, he's not even he hasn't even referred to himself yet. Yeah, right. He's writing from prison though. But then he, he goes, I know that what God began in you, he's going to complete. That's right. To yeah. the day of Christ Jesus. Right. Yeah. But then immediately he turns to start talking about his own situation. And, and he says, um, I want you to understand, this is verse 12, brothers, mm-hmm. the things which happened unto me have fallen out for the furtherance of the gospel. That's yeah. right. And he says this, so that my bonds in Christ, okay, he's in jail. Amen. That yeah. my bonds in Christ, my, my chains in Christ are manifest in the whole palace and all the other places. And many of the brothers in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Amen. So, Amen. So this is, this is the thing. It's like, you know, so you could write the same letter. I mean, you know, maybe somebody in Philippi was like writing a letter to Paul and he's like, so are you still post mill, Paul? Mm. Yeah. You're in jail. You're not, you're in jail now. Yeah. And Paul says, absolutely. Right. Actually, the gospel's going forth here. Yeah. Mm. You know, everybody in jail knows why I'm here. It's because of Jesus. That's right. And right. there's a bunch of people that are, are beginning becoming more bold with the gospel uh, because I've been in jail. The, the thing that people don't they forget, and this goes to the death and resurrection, right. bit, is that when Jesus died, uh, he commandeered death. That's right. Yeah. That's okay. right. Now mm-hmm. death serves Jesus. We know this because in Revelation it says that he holds the keys of death and Hades. Mm-hmm. He locks mm-hmm. and unlocks the doors. Yep. They serve him. Right. But but you know remember Romans eight. I can do all things. A- everything yeah. now serves him. That's right. right. Life, death, right. principalities, things powers. To, things to come. Things to come. Yeah. Things present. Nakedness, right. famine, sword, right. jail, 2020, COVID. That's right. Antifa riots. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. election mean, fraud. And, and to, <laughs> and, amen. And, right. right. Yeah. To be post-mill is not to um, pretend that these things aren't no. happening. I mean, Paul acknowledges it yeah. in, in Philippians. Yeah. You know, he acknowledges his chains. He's, he acknowledges the, the he said challenges. To, he said he's alert to be content in every situation. That's, that's right. But, and we've gotten some sort of, I, I think it's the maybe the health wealth gospel or has permeated, permeated even inside of reformed theological thinking where we expect things to um, be a lot easier after we become Christians, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and we, I, for whatever reason, we just think that it's like, okay, now yeah. we go and we get this nice yeah. suburban life and nothing ever goes wrong. No. And no. it's so funny, but when you begin to get sanctified, which is what's happening to the world right now, right. everything goes wrong. <laughs> well, and, 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 the pro- and the thing is, 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 it's not that everything has to go wrong all the time. No. The, the issue is, though, is, is that does, if God loves you, he's not going to leave you where you are. Right. He's going to make you better. And, and typically, you know, after first grade, you got to go to second grade. Well, and when the and life, then you got to yeah. go to third grade. That's right. That's and, right. And when you go to third grade, you got third grade problems. And when you right. go to fourth grade, you got fourth grade problems. That's right. That's right. Tripology. Tripology. The issue, though, is do you have God's blessing? That's right. Yeah. If you have God's blessing, then it doesn't matter the situation that God brings. He can use it for the furtherance of the right. gospel. That's right. Right. Well, and this, and this is where I think, you know, this turned the corner into Philippians chapter 2. Paul says in the first verse, he says, therefore. Mm-hmm. So I'm in, I'm in jail, uh, you know, um, uh, be confident of this very thing in verse, you know, verse six, the, the text that you just read, Toby, that he who's begun a good work and you will complete it. Uh, you know, the Philippians uh, are preaching. Some people around Paul are preaching the gospel in pretense or in truth. Right. And the gospel's still going forth. And then he kind of ends this, this chapter saying for to you, it has been granted on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. Yeah. So all these things yeah. are going on in chapter one. And then he says, therefore, and that, therefore, this is, I, I'm trying to think of uh, the church currently right now. 
there's a lot of churches out there that are not having worship right now. Mm. There's a lot of pastors and mm. elders who are kind of mm. not obeying God's word and, and not pushing through the challenges that are before them. And they're real challenges. And there's calculations that they have to make, each sure. each church and all that stuff. But But one of the calculations that needs to be made, Paul says, therefore... If there's any consolation in Christ, any comfort and love, any fellowship of spirit and uh, of, of any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded. Mm-hmm. And so in all this, Christians need to be gathering in the body of Christ, need to be like-minded, yeah. and need to be worshiping God. And that's how Paul's saying to respond to all this challenges, me and Jill, all the pretense or truth, all these things. Mm-hmm. He said, therefore, be like-minded. Yeah. And, and, and the church right now is, um, I think, really dealing with this uh, you know, how do we think through resisting our government? How do yeah. we think through um, not worshiping on Sundays or worshiping on Sundays or government mandates and or all these things? Having to go to Zoom conferences. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, like oh, we're doing here. <laughs> well, we can, this message can go throughout the world no, because we're doing a Zoom. It is. But it yeah. reminds me of in Timothy, too. Paul is saying the same thing to Timothy. He's like, you know, you you know where you were trained inside with your mother and your grandmother. And you, you know, the times are going to get crazy, but you, Timothy, right. be faithful. Remember right. how you were trained, right? And then preach the word, right? Mm-hmm. So their end, he gives their end, is going to be like Jambus and Jambri, right? So mm-hmm. so our our goal is, like you're saying, is continue to be faithful. He's saying it again inside of Philippians, mm-hmm. right? So right now, as I look at this, it, um, faithfulness from where we're at is really simple. It's not hard. That's right. It's it's really simple. Right. How about where, just where well, are you? Yeah. And where can you be faithful? And and that's how you start. Love love the brothers. Mm-hmm. That's right. Be like minded. Yep. It's best right. you can. Yep. Love the brothers. Be faithful to Jesus. And that's where Jesus. That's where the gospel is going to go forth. Yep. I mean, and and just remember too the context here. I mean, there's you know I know a few thousands of Christians in the early church. Yeah. What do they got to go on? I mean, I mean, how many how many tall steeples they got? Right. I mean, how they many, just got a resurrected Jesus. How many Christians they got? Oh, glory! In, in, I feel go, God right there in government. I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, like barely anybody. That's and, right. And he says, "Okay, this is Jesus began this good work. He's going to complete it. That's right. So be like minded. Um, you know, he's going to go on. He's going to um, warn them about. You know, there's going to be wolves coming in. There's going to be. You know, there's people of the circumcision. There's people of you know that have bad motives and so on. And he says, and yeah, you got to fight them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's messy. Yeah. Um, but then you know, I love how he ends it. You know, basically saying, I've, I've learned to be content in every situation because yeah. I know God is at work in all That's these right. things. So I rejoice always. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, you know, and I can do everything. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's, that's chapter four. That's how he, right. he ends this. Right. And it, you know, you have this, uh, in the middle of uh, chapter two, you have this, you know, let this mind be in you, which is also in Jesus Christ, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation taking the form of servant and ultimately uh, humbling himself on the cross. And then Paul says right after that, uh, you get the other therefore, the second therefore Therefore. in chapter two, where he says, you know, Jesus is King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And I'm thinking, you know, Paul's in jail. Uh, in this every moment, every knee's gonna bow. Every knee's gonna bow. Yeah, yeah. Where are we at? Yeah. What is going on in Paul's mind? I was. Uh, he, he, what's going on is Jesus got exalted. I yeah. was talking yeah. to yeah. some friends uh, a couple weeks ago about this, and I was thinking, you know, if Paul came back today, you know, crazy twenty twenty. Paul just yeah, even with it, even with it, Paul comes back today and he's walking around and in in the U.S. or like in, in the South, there's a maybe like, in, maybe in Texas, in Texas, bum, 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 churches bum. are like Starbucks. You know, yeah. there's there's a church on every corner yeah, in the yeah, south, yeah. and if Paul's walking around, and he's seen all these church buildings, and, right? Yeah. And I think you'd be thinking, 
I'm posting them. Right. Paul, Paul's like, look at all these Christians. Like, okay, I might have, I might have doubted you a little bit in prison, God, but look at all these right, Christians yeah. on this earth. Paul would be like, he's like, feel God right there. That's right. <laughs> yes, he would. How could you not be post mill? Yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 the thing that unites all this that I think um, is worth uh, drilling down a little bit, and is I think sometimes when when people come to post millennialism, they hear this. You know, you think things are going to get better. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's tempting for people to think that basically that means. Um, basically, it's smooth sailing from here on out. Yeah, and and post millennialism can can um, be kind of the well, I don't know, the sexy eschatology. That's that's what happened to me. I, I it's, it's I, like it's like it's cool. When I bought into the idea of post millennialism, I was convinced by the scriptures. What happened was, yeah, I, I thought everything was on autopilot. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so there was like, cruising. I, I, I can cruising. hold to, I do what some people do in the pro-life position. I just hold to a pro-life position, but I don't actually work it out in my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I, I hold to post-millennialism, mm-hmm. but. Because it sounded so fun and cool it's like, or well, optimistic. If, because I think we think we're going to win and we don't have to do anything. Right. <laughs> that's, that was, and, right. and, and as long as that's the case, then I don't have to worry about working right. out any of this at all. But when you think of post-millennialism, the first thing you should think of is Paul in jail. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Saying we're we got him on the run. <laughs> right. I mean, we're what, winning. We're winning. Yeah. We're winning. And in, 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 like, that's right. You're like, wait. Yeah. What? No. Paul's like, we're in jail and we're winning even here because why? Because Jesus has commandeered everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every square inch belongs to him, which means you know God's in charge of writing the story. We're in charge of being faithful right where we are. Yeah. Um, but this means um, the, the, one of the things I was thinking of uh, when when uh, we we're getting ready for this sh- show is. Um, Post-millennialism, we want to we want we're, we want to lean a little bit into you know the the politics of yeah. post-millennialism, mm-hmm. and um, and I think one of the things that means um, right away is that um, a, a political post-millennialism or post-millennial politics yeah. Yeah. is um, incredibly patient. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's very patient. Well, yeah, um, it, it, it's it's a not it's you know Paul's in jail. And can I just I just want to tie this back to creation too, yeah. because when God told Adam to take dominion, yeah, he had a whole universe. That's right. He had a talk t- about being patient. Tiny little garden. <laughs> yeah. Gigantic world. Yeah. That's right. The galaxies. God yeah. says your job is to take dominion of the whole thing. Yes. Right. You know, Adam. Adam's there with his rake. He's, He's like, like, really? <laughs> I'm gonna need some help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm He's carrying like, this rock. I- I'll send you one more person. <laughs> yeah. Right. After that, you <laughs> got to make the rest. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're, it's on you. It's on That's you. Right. Yeah. And, and he's like, and how long does it take to make a person? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, in nine months, you can hold one. That's right. And then you gotta teach how to walk and talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it's in the, so it's patience. Woo! Built in. I you mean, better say that. It, it built into the world. Built into the way God works. I mean, you know, He, he promises the seed of the woman's going to crush the seed of the serpent, and it's four thousand years. That's right. That's right. Till it comes, right. and 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 that's that's God's timing. Yeah. He says, I need about 4,000 years to let this, you know, cure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be working yeah. through the promises yeah. of the covenant. I'm going to work through the family of Abraham. I'm going to do some, you know, I'm going to give him a law. I'm going to give him a temple. I, I got to work on him for a yeah. bit and then it'll be the fullness of time. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. the time will be right to send my son to save the world. That's right. God is patient. Yeah. We got to be patient. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It was when they asked uh, Jesus, what is the kingdom like? Yeah. Right. And he, he tells them and it's like this slow rise yeah. in yeast, yeast. Right. And a little leaven. And it all goes yeah. through the whole thing. Yeah. And must, then, mustard seed. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. It starts so, off small. It, it's a little seed. But yeah. that's something. It goes that in the ground. I, I didn't get that. Yeah. I didn't get that. And so what I started doing was operating in a way that didn't think about local and small and close. 
Right. Yeah, I didn't think about the way that God took Adam and put him in a garden. Right. And then he, he said, said, take everything in the, in this world and make it like this garden. Right. Go. Right. Let's start here. Here, here. Here's your wife. Yeah. Go have some kids and, and go out and beautify the whole whole world. Right. right. Uh, whoa. And so that brings us to the second political aspect of postmillennialism is that it takes work. Hard work. Yeah. Hard work. No, Patient. Not, not just. Yeah, that's right. I mean. Hard work. There's no shortcuts. The yeah. kind of work that this. kills you. Right. The, no, the, no, the, well, that breaks it, you. Yeah. That's right. It is. It is. It's, yeah. it's, and that's it's actually the plan. Yeah. I mean, Jesus says, if you want to find your life, lose it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you, if anyone will come after me, take up his cross and follow yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's hard work to, you, you got to, you know, I mean, you talked about sanctification earlier. Yeah. I mean, sanctification is the point that Paul's talking about in Philippians. He who began a good work and you will complete it. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's hard work. You, you got to kill your sin. Mm-hmm. Oh. You got to mortify the flesh. Preach, preacher. You got refre- to repent of sin. And then, you know, and then you got, you know, then you got a wife. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and you, and you got you to gotta cleanse her with the washing of the word. Silver, hallelujah. Gold, <laughs> hallelujah. hallelujah. Good, hallelujah. What is Eric Mason doing there? He said, there? wife. I was like, okay, you're right. Uh, I feel God right well, there. That's, you know? I feel and, God and, right and there. Christians, we're easily distracted yeah. in all this. As Christians and as modern Christians, we have so much bling and distractions around us right. that it does this. And I think the church has forgotten about the, the – the, you take patience and you take hard work and you put them together. They, they can't yeah. – you can't disconnect patience from hard work, and so what we but in the church we've we've thought oh you know you know what's the cool ministries we should be working on you right. know church planning right or we should be working on uh, this That's high school right. this high school right. ministry right. right you know instead of directly uh, in the yeah becoming a a mayor or a governor yeah. which is or, or, which are good things or even, which yeah. are good things yeah. yeah you know all the all the bling is out there and where we we forget I remember I remember reading a, a table talk article um uh, where the um he, he said one of the most um, – I forget who's the author of it, but said one of the most uh, political things we could be doing is changing our kids' diapers. That's yeah. you know, right. one of the, one of the, the way we fight dragons yeah. is by changing our kids' diapers. Or, yeah, or doing the dishes. Or, right. or reading a story to your kids. That's right. Going to work mm-hmm. and then coming home and eating dinner with your family. I'm glad, it, let's it, drill down a little more there. There was a book put, uh, put out by Uncle Gary of American Vision called Diapers, Dishes, and Dominion. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And, and I, I'm I like that title. Don't tell him yet, but I'm going to want to steal that. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know if the book's still in print, but it's a good book. Yeah. But it was so funny because I remember thinking in that point where the dominion that I'm talking about seeing in the world is going to have to start in this garden that I'm in first. Yeah. And, it, and like you were talking about earlier, my own sins have to become an objective that I need to kill first. Right. I have yeah, that's to, taking dominion. I have to kill that sin in me first. And, and, and the things that I need to – well, I'm hearing something else here. Uh, <laughs> but the things that I, I'm realizing that I need to work on, though, are – Becoming a, a husband for my wife, yeah. you know, a leader for her, you know, a, a, a good father for my children. What does that look like? You right. know, how, how do I take dominion of that? I keep hearing this banging. But, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. It's, it's the angels. It, it, I, I guess somebody's saying amen. All right. um, and, and, but, but when we talk about, you know, doing those things, there's a process to this. Like politics are super important. But if you don't have the foundation that that stands on, you yeah. don't have success. Right, right. You don't have growth. Right. If you're if your home is falling apart, you don't know how to discipline your children. You don't know how to love your wife. Um, being tired when you get done at the end of the day should be a marker for you right. that you're doing something. That's right. post mill. Uh, that's post mill. That's right. right? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's like apply to everything. That's so right. Personal piety. That's right. Your family, your kids, but it's also your work. It's it's your, yeah. Absolutely. You know, a guy who goes to work and busts his butt all day long. For his boss or running his company. Or for his family. For his, I mean, yeah. What are you doing? You're, you say, well, I believe 
I'm a, I'm a post-mill Christian. I believe that I'm laying my life down. That's right. And I believe that God will raise this up and he will bless it and that's he right. will multiply it. That's right. And because that's what God does with our hard work. That goes, you know, we got your book sitting here on the table. It makes, it, and I saw oh, it. No, no mere no, mortals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go get it. It's yeah. at Amazon. Yeah. It's at Canon Press. But one of the things is, um, I think, who was it? Um, C.R. Uh, Wiley. Yeah. Talked about the house codes in Ephesians. That, yeah. That's what. That's what's up. You're talking about working hard. Husbands, yeah. love your wives as Christ loved the church. Right. Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands. Children, obey your parents. Right? Right. Yeah, right. There's a promise in that. And then slaves, obey your masters. Masters, remember that you right. have a master, so treat your right. slaves well. And inside of that, right there, that's the thing that starts developing out into the rest of the culture. The thing that people don't realize is that is political. That extremely political. The most powerful right. central right. part of politics. The, the, one more thing. I want to come back to this yeah, yeah. Um, but before we finish um, and, and talk about the, the spheres. But um, back to the hard, yeah. work, hard work thing. As we, we already intimated this when we're talking about patience. But um, political um, post-millennial politics means we think generational. That's what or, we'll preach that. Or, what? Or, yeah. co- or covenantal. That's right. Tripology. Uh, um, mm. and, and this is why you got to baptize your babies. Ooh, <laughs> did, you, did you say that? I'm just, I'm just so saying baptize that. baptize your kids if you have children. Um, but but the, right. my, my point is, is regardless of whether you're, you're, you're Baptist or paedo-baptist or whatever, the point is is that we have to have a long-term view. And this, this puts all, all together. You, you can't think, you know, you make progress. What does that progress look like? Yeah. Okay. God takes the long view, not the short view. Right. Okay. Now, every one of us is going to heaven. That's progress. If you trust in Jesus, you're going to heaven yep. and so on. But we need to be working, praying, planning, building, and thinking about our grandkids and our great-grandkids. Man. That's right. Okay. Our, our job is, you know, if God blesses and God's faithful, God's kind, let's make, you know, we'll make a little bit of progress in our life. And yep. then the plan is we die. Right. Come on now. Yep. Come on now. And then our kids are going to make a little bit more progress. And then they die. Mm-hmm. And then our grandkids are making a little bit more progress. Not yeah. that, but yeah. <laughs> and then they die. Great kids. And, and in and in, you know, three, four, five, ten generations, yeah. then you zoom out and you get the big picture and you say, Look what God did. There's yeah. a look there, what God did. Look what God right. moved. Because the yeah. point is going to be always when when God does things in order to magnify his own glory. Yeah. Not ours. Right. Right. <laughs> it's it's never going right. to be the kind of thing where, you know, God's like, well, Good job, Toby. Look at all that you right. accomplished in your life. No, that's right. It's going to be like, we're going to be cr- scratching our head being like, I just, I barely, barely kept up with what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And God poured out his blessing You're on You're preaching it. on me, man. Yeah. Come on now. And, and, and then in, in generations to come, he crowns his own gifts. Right. That's, that's right. what he does. There is a, uh, I, I've said this before in the show. I just want to say it again. I was watching The Hobbit. And in the Hobbit, you need to read it. Stop it, watching. Nah. Okay. It's you're, not the real thing. You're right. I've been you're trying. Right. To, I've been, but we're, I'm wait, I waited for this conference to confront Knox <laughs> yes, on this. Right. I'm working it's on it. It's not the real thing. I know it's you, not. You're pulling stuff out. that's not even in the that's book. Funny. But it's still a good point. Nah, I don't know about it. You don't think? Okay, really? Okay, it's a great point. So in in the in the book, okay, it's not. Now you got me all sad about <laughs> it. In, inside of the film, the father is fighting the dragon inside of Smog, right, and it's burning down the whole city. Yeah. And he's sitting, he's up there, he's shooting his arrows, and none of the arrows that he has works. Yeah. And, and he's, his son brings him the actual right arrow that mm. can actually pierce the dragon. Okay. The problem is he doesn't know where to shoot the arrow at. Yeah. And 
as a dragon is coming to take them over, the dragon reveals a spot that his grandfather had hit him at before. Yeah. And left the mark for him to be able to hit and yeah. kill the dragon. All right, good point. Okay. And so I'll have to say, now it might not be in the book. It might not be That's in the book. It's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's but look, it's stealing from some great it's great yeah. analogy yeah. of of how like you're talking about Gold, you go, hallelujah. do a little bit. And you die, yeah. but leave the mark for the next generation yeah, to true. say, it's this true. is where God is working. This is what it's God true. is doing. Right. And I might not be able to take the dragon completely out, but I'm going to leave a mark leave for my grandkids. for the grandkids to hit. That's right. And the great grandkids And the great kids. Right. Yes, that's, that's absolutely. That's thinking covenantally. That's, you, you know, maybe you buy the land. That's right. And maybe your kids get to build on it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe your grandkids get to build a little bit more on it. How about this? And, I'll take one put, from David. Put, put Jesus' words in context here. If you're faithful and little... You'll be faithful much. If faithful right. a little, God but, will give you much. But part of the understanding of the gospel, though, is that the plan is that you're actually going to be. Um, Jesus says um, that unless a seed goes into the ground and mm. dies, yeah. Yeah. it cannot produce much fruit. Mm. Okay, right. so your greatest fruitfulness is actually after you're gone. That's, That's right. right. Mm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and remember, our executive pastor ran the numbers uh, after yeah. uh, at, a, at a, a sermon on Sunday. And he said, uh, if you have four faithful children yeah. and they get married and then they have each have four faithful children and then each of those four faithful children get married and yeah. then they get married and so, grow up and get married and so forth. And 100 to 150 years, you'll have uh, about four to 500,000 grandchildren walking on this earth. <laughs> that's yeah. post-mill. That's post-mill. That's, yeah. that's the seed. But that's, that's, being, but, but that's we, thinking 150 that's, years. That's right. And that's being faithful and little in that moment. Right. And knowing the mo- the hardest and most difficult thing you can do is raise a kid for 18 years. Right. You know, th- but this goes you know, back. With all its glory right. and joy yeah. and, and, and right. beauty in that. So if you take that, you can look at the situation and say, well, why come we're not further along right now? I mean, if you look at the last 150 years, like we're, why haven't we come further along? And, like, and it's not hard to figure out. The last 150 years, education hasn't been something that fathers have taken responsibility for. Right. And so when the world gets a chance to disciple your kids, guess who's they become? Right. The world's. And so when we talk about hard mm. work, right. this is putting in those 12 hours we're, a day. We're talking about things like, yeah, working hard so, that, home. so that you can educate your kids in the, in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. It, the goal is for my kids to come out and be more God-fearing than I am, yeah. to be more dangerous than I am, yeah. to be able to plant more than I planted, more potent. more potent than I could be. But it doesn't happen if the worldview is not preached and proclaimed to them. Right. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. you got to give it to your kids. Right. And you can't give them to someone else, the disciple. To be able to disciple. That's absolutely yeah. right. And so it's, they're out building a false kingdom by the time you get done or if you yeah. even. You know, even, for the yeah, world. That's right. And so education is a huge part of the those spheres that we need to be, as a father, concerned about. Right. Economics. So, yeah, all of it. All of know? it. I mean, we, we're already intimating all of this in, in, in what we're talking about. But when we think about the politics of post-millennialism, you know, you might be saying, all right, so, but where's the, where's the politics? Right. This is all politics. <laughs> right. We have, we, okay. we started off. Yeah. And, and, and part of the problem is, is that we have, um, we have lost sight of a biblical view of politics, of politics and Come government. Now, preach. So we, you, I say politics, and you think Washington, D.C. I say that's government, it. and you think, think civil government. Yeah, that's right. But that's only one piece of politics and government. Right. Um, fundamentally, government starts with um, dominion. Mm. Preach, government, preach government starts with self-government, right. self-control, yeah. right. and individuals serving under Christ faithfully in their as individuals, yeah. and then we've been talking about family, yeah. child rearing. That's one of the governments that God has established. Yep. We haven't even gotten to the church yet. Right. God has established the church, and in fact, it's the government that's going to last, outlast 
all the other governments. Right. It's the one against which the gates of hell will not prevail. That's yeah. right. Okay? So we got individual self-government, then we got family government, we got church government, and then we got civil government. That's right. Yeah. Um, frequently what happens, especially in this eschatology conversation, is you can have people way over on the, you know, uh, you know it's going to burn what, what right. do we call those people? I don't know. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> dispensational, you know, rapture, yep. Yep. crazy, whatever. Um, and then, and so for them, this world doesn't matter at all. Right. So, so civil government doesn't matter. But sometimes people can come into the post mill thing and be like, oh, so we're going to run everything. Yeah. Right. And, and they just swallow hook, line, and sinker the lie that political government is, is the, the only government that or is the, the most, most important, important government. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And it's not true. That's so right. we have to recenter our view of politics but biblically, which is that, yes, we do need to take dominion, but we need to take dominion of ourselves. That's right. And then we need to take dominion in our family. That's we need to right. take dominion in the church. Yep. And, yes, in the in, civil realm. That's right. Um, all three of those are governments. And, and all three of those. This is Christmas season. Yeah. Uh, and all three of those governments are on Christ's shoulders. Amen. All no, of them are. All of them. You know, Isaiah, all, all government is on Christ's shoulders. Yeah. And we need to we, we need to kind of refocus or recenter on how we view these governments. You know, I like what you said about all the governments, all all three different governments, and then and then you know, self government is kind of the foundation right. for having all these good governments. Yeah, but that's but that's all political is the point. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. That's I mean, right. I, I know we sometimes use that word political in a sort of more in a certain particular sense, in a pejorative way, but but truly and I mean Polis means city. That's right. Okay. That's right. It's talking about the organization of people. Uh-huh. That's right. And you uh, you have to organize yourself. You need to govern yourself. You need to govern your family. And the church needs to be governed by qualified godly men. Yeah. And the and the civil sphere yeah. needs to be also governed. You know, you mentioned Christmas. And I got distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know, the thing that's great about Christmas is that everybody's post mill at Christmas. That's yes, right. Yes, it is. You know, right. Even Walmart. Even Walmart's post mill <laughs> yeah. at Christmas. That's right. Joy to the yeah. world. <laughs> right. I mean, as far as Park the curse the is found. <laughs> I love the fact that everybody's playing post mill music. Yeah. yeah. But, but, and they're doing a little earlier this year than normal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of the things, as you were talking, I was thinking of how we can see how out of whack those fears have become because we can't even go to church right now. Oh. Churches won't even open up. Right, right. You know, they uh, won't it's, even it's, stand it's, against it's, but it's, the it's, civil government. But it's not yeah. the civil government is overlord over everything right now, so it's right. totally out of whack. And yeah. it's telling both the church and the family who they can and can't have inside of their own government. For yep. Thanksgiving, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Which is telling you that someone else has been dominating the educational process of, of our people. Yeah, absolutely. So that the whole system is you know, it's so important. I've heard Vody say this, you know. Children are the ones who fuel both sides of the sphere. They fuel both the church and inside of the the government, right? Yeah. And so a lot of and what, families, and families, right? All of them. And so the, what, it's very important that the home and that there's a lot of things right there. So even when you go off to church and the, you're learning from the church is giving you all of your doctrine and teaching you, you take and you practice that at home, but it's still sending out citizens to both sides of those. Right. And so it's super right. important that the home is it really taken care of well and managed well by a husband and a father. Yeah. We need to know what all three spheres are for. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and, yeah, and, let's do and, that. And, and, and so the, the biblical, so God is made Jesus Lord of all. That's right. Back to Philippians 2. He's been ascended to the right hand of the Father. Every knee will bow, every tongue confess. This means that all authority has been given to him, and anybody that has any true authority in this world gets it from him. That's right. right. You don't have authority in this world unless you got it from Jesus. Which means he gets to define it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So when we say Jesus is Lord, we're not just saying, you know, 
glory, hallelujah. No, no. Uh, we're, we're saying, no, he's the Lord and the master of mm. everybody. That's right. And if you are a Lord or a master, a king, a president, a father, a pastor, whatever, you got that authority from Jesus. That's Tripology. Right. So this means that if uh, you're a civil magistrate, You've been given the sword of justice. That's right. Your job is to punish evildoers. That's Romans 13. And you are to praise the righteous. That's right. And that evil and that righteousness is to be defined by God's word. Yeah, that's right. You don't get to make up rules. You don't get to make up morality. That's right. Which is what our civil magistrates have been doing. Yeah. Okay? God defines what's evil. God defines what's righteous. Right. You, your job is to punish evildoers and Bless the righteous. That's right. right. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You're, you're, that's it. You're not supposed to run schools. You're not supposed to have a national endowment for the arts. You're, you're, not, you're, not, supposed to be, you're not supposed to be inspecting my cars. Healthcare is not uh, yours. Healthcare is not yours. Social security is not yours. That's Retirement's right. not yours. That's my right. grandparents, I take care of them. Right. Right. Because yeah. the government of the family is to is health, welfare, and education. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Health, welfare, and education is the government of the family. How do we know this? That sounds like a civil government. In, in, inside Why, of, doesn't people, it? Well, yeah. Well, it, well yeah, yeah, right now it does. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to give everybody free health care. And we need yeah. to put e- economy in there, too. Right. Like, that, the government doesn't get economy. That's, that's right. not theirs yeah. either. Fam, yeah, family's in charge. <laughs> Fam- well, but it, it's implied in this. So who provides health, welfare, and education? Yeah. I mean, why is our government so bloated? Yeah. yeah. Because well, <laughs> responsibility. It, it's become a, a, a massive, you know, economy because, state, because it yeah. thinks it has to provide those things. That's, yeah, right. that's right. But if families realize my job is to take care of health yep. and the welfare and the education of my kids, then you got to have a business. That's right. you got to be that's a provider. Right. And it's what drives economies. Yeah. It's supposed to be the house. That's right. The family. That's what the family is for, to provide those things. But if you don't think that's your job to provide those things, yeah. then you don't think in terms of economy. You don't think in terms of economics. No, then, now you're thinking like a slave. Who's going to provide those things right. for me? Right. I live on a plantation. <laughs> that's right. That's right? exactly And my that. master's going to provide for me. And that's why they can tell you who you can't have in your house. Ooh. So, <laughs> a, a man, <laughs> I thought this was a post-mill conference. Oh, well, it, that, 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 gets to me, that gets me to my question, you know, so. Uh, what is what would Paul say to us now? Paul's in jail, and he's speaking to us yeah. now here. <laughs> well, you know, what well, would what would he say? He would he would say, "You guys are winning." Yeah, that's what he would say. I, I think it might be more like Ephesians. Y'all need to <laughs> repent. Yeah. And then go obey. Well, he, 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 he would say repent, but he, he would say, look, you know, look, you know, China's on the run, Russia's on the run, North yeah. Korea's on the run. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, uh, we, and they've been on the run for two thousand years. Exactly. Um, but but this is ultimately because. Of the third government that I, I didn't hit yet, which was church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The church government is given um, the sword of the word. That's right. Is given the keys of the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. The, the government of the church is given the task of preaching the word, its word, and sacrament. Yeah. And, and guarding those things. And discipling the whole nation. And discipling the nations. Right. And we do that through preaching the word. Yeah. Through yeah. gathering for worship. For singing psalms and hymns and oh, spiritual God, songs. Like kids if you have and children. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and I don't think we really, I mean, you got to remember, like, again, the, read the Bible. How was the first conquest carried out? Mm. The tip of the spear was Jericho, yeah. right. and it was brought down by singing and shouts of joy. Right. right? That was uh, political. Um, it was political. <laughs> yeah. how, how did Egypt get thrown down? We got all the plagues, but the last mm. one was a feast. Mm. A sacramental feast, mm. Passover, putting blood over the doors. Mm. Yep. Watch, this is how God is going to deliver you from your enemies. Mm. And, he, and the angel of death passes over, and and the firstborn of Egypt are struck down. That's mm. right. Okay. Mm. So when we celebrate the Lord's Supper, 
That's that's our Passover. Yep. We're, that's we're, right. we're, we're reminding God of the blood that's over our doors in Jesus. We're, yep. And we're asking him to pass over us, spare us of our sins, which he does. Right. And we're asking him to go forth and fight for us. Mm, right. Which is Amen. why you should have communion every week. Yeah. But, <laughs> just, just saying. But I don't think that, that's why communion is political. That's, that's right. right. Yep. That's why, Amen. That's why Amen. Uh, worship is political. That's why that's when, right. when the word of God is applied to every area of life, when we preach Genesis to Revelation, not just doing warm thoughts from Joel Osteen, right. uh, but when we preach the word verse by verse and we apply it to our lives verse by verse, that's political. That's right. Why? Because Jesus is Lord of everything. Right. This is why when we think about right now, too, everybody's thinking about a protest to go to, a protest to yeah. do. Um, why don't you just go worship? Every yeah. Sunday is a protest. <laughs> Amen. I mean, and, and, but it's not that hard. Right. Every time I've always talked to people about what do we do or how do we engage this, I remember we were talking to George Grant about, you know, there, we see all the troubles going on right now. What do we do? And I remember him saying, well, you pray. And I remember not being satisfied with the answer. Yeah. And myself, I'm like, I want something big to do. And I, it's like, name it. Like, yeah. why don't you just humble yourself and go dip in the Jordan? Right. What, it, I mean, what if you could, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. What if you yeah. could talk to the Lord of the universe about what's going on in your city? Nah, I'm good. Give me something yeah. else to do. Yeah. Can I, but like, I'm, you know, like you want to talk to someone lower down? Yeah. 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 I would go talk to the like, governor. Like you could talk to the president <laughs> or you could talk to, you know, one of the secretaries of the secretary of the secretary. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, I felt like I was doing something. Right. No, that's, like, that's the thing. No, like to, talk to Jesus. Talk to the governor. Yeah. yeah. Talk to the Lord. And it's the right. same thing with go to church. Right. Yes. <laughs> Repent of your sins. Right. You know, like go worship the Lord there. Get, have communion. That's that. And, but it doesn't feel like for us, like, but what's the action item? And, and I don't <laughs> Maybe one of the other speakers of this conference is addressing the book of Revelation. But, you know, it's a post mill conference. So at least yeah, mention Revelation. <laughs> um, but in, in those after after the opening chapters where the word has been given to the seven churches and you start reading through the next chapters, just notice, watch the worship. That's, yeah, right. that's right. If, if you notice, if you notice nothing else about the book of Revelation or if everything else is a little bit confusing to you, watch the worship yeah. and then watch it, watch the impact of the it, worship. It's a yeah. battle worship service. There's worship yeah. in heaven and judgments fall on the earth. Yep, mm. There's right. worship in Ooh. heaven yep. and there's judgments on the earth. Yep. That's the pattern. Just Ooh. if you notice nothing else, notice that and you say, when I go to church, what am I doing? Mm. Um, we're, we're running worshiping. We're, we're running judgments on the earth. Glory. We're running bombing runs on the earth. Come on right. now. I, I mentioned this before on the show, but um, it, it, you know, Abraham goes through the land that God promised him, building altars. Oh, I love it. Yes, yeah. come on now. Before so, yeah. it was his land. Hundreds Ooh. of years yeah. before they took the land, and what mm. was he doing? He was doing bombing runs. Mm, yeah. I feel God. Right I feel there. God. Right. Come in, on. Now. In fact, there's particular places where he built altars. Where later on. There are great battles. In fact, the one, it's the second battle of AI when they catch them and, 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 uh, and they, and they have this trap for them. Yep. Um, it, it was exactly in the text back in Genesis where Abraham built one of his altars. Oh. Um, and that's, that's what God is doing when we, when we worship him in spirit and truth. Yeah. When we preach the word, when we sing the Psalms and hymns, when we celebrate the Lord's Supper. Did you say the Hobbit movie was a good, good movie? Is that what you said? <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> We're put in a place there <laughs> but for our great grandkid. And I think that's, that's, that's covenant theology. That's covenant theology all the way. Oh, through. I think this kind of also illustrates is where the church needs to grow in faith too. Yeah, yeah. where right. people need to grow in faith. Right, yeah. it, because we've we've lost the 
the the trust in what God is doing in us and through us in worship. Right. Mm. That God is, yeah. you know, Hebrews, well, we don't believe God. We don't believe God in in, in Hebrews uh, chapter twelve, where um, you know we've talked about this a lot on the sh- on the show this last year, largely from encouragement from our pastor, talking about where where God is shaking this earth. Yeah. Mm. And revelations, that's what God was doing in right. worshiping in heaven. He was shaking the earth below. Yeah. Mm. And so that things that, uh, the things be that need to be shaken will be shaken, and the things that cannot be shaken will remain. Right. And then Paul uh, – I had a slip there. Paul. We don't know. It's Paul. Paul. Uh, then Paul. the it's last Paul. verse in chapter 12, right after he says, so that things which will remain will remain, he says, therefore – yeah, let and us worship him. Let us worship him and serve him <laughs> because God is a consuming fire. Right. As you as you as you're talking, I was thinking about. I just had that moment where I think a typical uh, evangelical pastor would say something like, "What are the things that need to be shaken in your life?" <laughs> I actually had that, that <laughs> voice actually yeah, yeah, came yeah. in my head, and you know what? Well, that's actually a good question. And, but that, <laughs> that's a, that's a good question. Oh man! That is. But you, and I actually just thought Sin. about it. Well, absolutely. You know, but, shake it, Lord. But it's. Yeah. it's I, that, I feel God are, right there. <laughs> One of the biggest Glory. sins, and one of the is the cowardness. Yeah, and 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 I, this is not confession time for Knox, but fear and cowardness are the things that I feel got shaken in my own life. I, I, it's hard to go somewhere knowing that I shouldn't have to put a mask on my face yeah. and not wear a mask mm-hmm. and have that internal fight of saying, "But I'm going to stand out. Right. I'm going to be the person now that they're going to throw rocks at. I'm going to be the person now that they hate." And it's like, so right. Like yeah. you talked about this with Shadrach, Meshach, and the bad Negro. You gonna have to go inside a place sometimes and pick the smallest battles. Daniel and those guys picked. Oh, I'm not gonna eat the meat. Yeah, yeah. Give me not, vegetables. Yeah, right. And and if if this right now, if I'm having a problem, just going somewhere because of an issue of a mask. What happens when we right. kill Christians? Right. We're not ready. We're not ready for that. Right. So yeah. what God's shaking is our own fears. Right. Our yeah. own cowardness. Right. Because cowards go to hell. They do. Yeah. They're, <laughs> you know, they're the ones who are outside the city they, at the end they, of Revelation. Come on right. now. Right. And so I'm, I'm, God, use it all. Take it all. Shake it all. Get all right. of it out of me. That's right. And so that I can walk boldly because this is nothing. We're talking about a piece of covering on my face. Right. And I can't walk out publicly and not right. have a problem with this because yeah. right. I'm going to have to fight a battle. Yep. Right. Now I'm, okay, you know what? What happens this, when they find out you're a Christian? Come on now. Exactly. <laughs> what happens when they. Who doesn't wear a mask? <laughs> What happens when they find out that you think that two dudes shacking up is an abomination? Yeah, what right. happens when they find out, you know. This, Come on now. I mean, you, we should have been standing out a long time ago. Way long time we ago. We haven't been standing out. That's right. And right. God's like, yeah. here, let me give you an option. How about go to church on Sunday? Just, yeah. just let, try that. Let, keep it easy for you. Yeah, go to church. How Come about on have, have Thanksgiving? Have mm. Christmas. Yeah. Have a feast. Woo. Yep. Right? Invite your friends over. Have a psalm sing. Have a psalm sing, right? And, and you know, what, 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 you say, but bad things might happen. That's right. Were you going to end up in jail? Right. <laughs> then where you you're winning. You're, you're like Paul. You're like, hey, we got him on the run. That's right. Um, I've, I've mentioned this a number of times, but Acts is, you know, read the book of Acts. Be encouraged by the book of Acts. Right. Everywhere, all through running through the book of Acts, you know, they preach the gospel and it collides yeah. with unbelief. That's right. right. There are riots. There are beatings. There That's are stonings. Right. It's all, all through the book of Acts. And you think, oh, this is terrible. No, every time Luke's like, and many were added to their number. That's right. Thousands were baptized. Many leading women of the city were encouraged. Yeah. They became Christians too. Over and over again. Why? Because the gospel is meant to collide with unbelief. Yeah. And yeah, you might lose your job. You might lose a friend. You might end up in jail like right. Paul. And then what do you do? You preach the gospel there. Yeah, right? Because right. Jesus is Lord there. Amen. Right? So we, we be faithful there, recognizing that God is shaking everything. And the plan is to die. That's right. <laughs> the, That's right. The plan is to spend our lives, to mm. lose our lives for the sake of Christ. He knows when we're going to lose them. That's yep. right. Uh, and and some of us maybe we lose them from yep. COVID. 
Maybe some of us lose them from cancer. Maybe some of us lose them in other ways. Right. But you go into every day planning to lose your life for Christ. Why? Because it's a seed that goes into the ground. Come on now. And once it goes into the ground and dies, it can produce much fruit. We're Amen. living in a country like that. And that's post-mill politics. That's right. That's right. right. There's not any other kind. Praise yeah. God. There's, there's, only the right. kind right. there's only the gospel kind. There's only the death and resurrection of Jesus kind. Yeah. Dripology. Mm. <laughs> What can, where can you give your offerings at, Gabe? Is there a place we can give our offerings to? Uh, well, make sure everyone checks out cruciformministries.org. We thank yes. you for having us. We oh, really yeah. appreciate for, the opportunity Thanks uh, for this. We pray that God continues to bless the conference and all the speakers that are participating in what's going on. Yeah. We hope you're blessed real good and that God continues to do a work in you and he shakes all those things that need to be shaken and nothing that needs to be shaken is shaken. <laughs> if you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until next time, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is cross politic. Will there be one who wants to get their life? Okay, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs>